Nick, today we've got um, something very different to usual, I guess, because we've got our first female guest. Ah. The first Hello. female guest. I didn't realize until you said it, actually. Uh, it makes uh, me feel good, thank I you. Had, never had <laughs> like A dozen episodes later, we've got our first female. Um, uh, maybe our social interactions because with females isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, guys, we're joined by uh, with Gaia. Um, Hello. By with. With, by Gaia. with, with. By with Gaia. With yeah. Gaia. Um, okay. um, I think Gaia is one of the greatest uh, youth stories and youth come up stories, I guess. In I'm the, thank you. In, in the space. <laughs> Being a North Star for all, um, all Malta in yes. uh, in the music scene, artist scene, I think. Not, not only, I think. I think there's a lot of people who look up to her who aren't like into music or into singing. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, even like me, when I when I look at you, you've done a lot of cool stuff. So thank you. I think you do serve as a kind of North Star for for young people who say, "Oh wow, look, she's doing that," mm-hmm. and I think I can do the same in my own thing. For sure, so, it doesn't just have to be musical. And you've, do. you've done it so young. That's the most impressive thing. How, when did you start singing? Um, I started singing in inverted commas, in inverted commas um, uh, when I was around two years old, two and a half. Um, my mom kind of pushed me to do it. She didn't force me into it. Um, but when I was young, when I was in kindergarten, um, uh, I used to have a lot of confidence on stage and uh, the headmistress, um, she pulled my mom to the side and she was like, you should you should try um, singing or dancing or something, you know, because I was always the one that wanted to do everything. <laughs> Even if someone else had uh, um, a line, I would like look look at them and I would be like, it's your turn now. You know, I knew everyone's I knew everyone's part. Um, so I started uh, singing, I used to sing, I used to dance, I am horrible at dancing, um, <laughs> and I used to do modeling, um, uh, and I think that the, the modeling part um, really helped me um, with the confidence that I have today as well. All this nowadays. at what age? Um, uh, it varied from... Four years old to eight, maybe. And then, then I, I realized that I, I just wanted to do singing. So when did you voluntarily start singing, like doing lessons maybe or doing taking the practice a bit more seriously? I think I started at around five or six. Um, uh, I used to love it. So um, uh, it, it was never something that... I, I ever thought like I no, I don't want to be doing this, you know. It's 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 all I've ever known. So um it's uh, it's it, it it was always in me, people. It's it's something that I I, I always love to do. Loving your craft is one of the most important things to For make sure. to making it feel less less rigid. Uh, one of my favorite favorite tennis players, um Emma Radacano, she she's one of the best tennis players because she's actually enjoying her time at training like mm-hmm. when she realizes she's not enjoying her time at training it's she's not getting the same results she's there to enjoy it and she gets good results and i mean it showed in her performances mm-hmm. amazing athlete so enjoying it should be one of the top priorities definitely and uh, um if you don't enjoy it 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 you won't you won't be doing it in the long run for sure You'll just be doing it temporarily. You've already been doing it for a long time. Exactly. That is why so I know that's... 21 now, right? <laughs> yes, 21. You posted something on LinkedIn recently when you're 20 years old and they ask you for 10 years of experience. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Speaking of 10 years of experience, 10 years ago, right around this time... Yes. You you dropped the bomb and... Uh, what what was the big moment? Um, uh, the big moment was Junior Vision um i was i had just turned 11 years old um and it was uh, it was very different and it was it was quite the experience you could say because i i was i was i was a kid i was a child so um uh, i dropped the, the bomb on on everyone in malta and i dropped it on myself because i didn't know what i was getting myself into <laughs> for sure how's that like being like i don't remember what the fuck i was doing at 11 years old but you did something quite big. 
Um, I don't remember what I was doing at 11 years old either. I really? was having this conversation with someone last week. Um, um, I don't really remember anything from my childhood. It, it, was, it was always just music. So I don't, I don't remember um, what I used to do when I wasn't doing music. I don't remember who, who I used to hang out with. Um, like small things that other other people i guess at my age would would be like oh yes when i was 11 years old i used to do this and this i don't know what i used to I do at 11 years problem, old actually. at all there are like patches i remember but not it's th- there's a blur between like six years old and like 13 12 yes. probably when you hit your head a few times as well like, like maybe <laughs> a few concussions i remember <laughs> well i don't remember from those <laughs> times um uh, leading up to that was it so the team around you, this is what sound, this is something that I'm really curious about because as a 10-year-old, you wouldn't necessarily want, I mean, I don't think personally it would work out if you have immense pressure from the people around you. So how do people put it that you're on the biggest stage at 10 years old of, the, I mean, is it the, Europe, the European scene, I guess, of singing? Um, um... Or the world, yeah, I mean, the world watches the... The world watches it, for sure. So you're on the biggest stage for singing and, like, performance overall. And they're trying to dial it down that Mm -hmm. you're not nervous about it. How how, how does that work? Um, I think when it it comes to Junior Eurovision, it's not as stressful as the the adult one. So the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, uh, But I, I don't... Stress doesn't really affect me when it comes to music anything else yes <laughs> very much um uh, but uh, i remember going on stage i was wa- i was waiting for for my my turn to sing and i was singing the song um of the of the contestant before me and i was singing i was dancing it, it never affected me when i was young and when i was growing up as i started to grow up it 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 was kind of getting to me a bit um uh, because I was experiencing anxiety and all this stuff. And when I was young, I don't ever remember feeling stressed or anxious. But um, as I started growing up and uh, having like all these negative comments, like you're you're talking about an 11 year old girl, you know, and I used to get so many negative comments on Facebook, on everything. Um, um did you have facebook at that time or was it like i i had facebook to f- to play farmville okay <laughs> um uh, but i i didn't used to use it i i opened my instagram account um um i think it was the the day after i i had one okay. so you can imagine i i was never really into it you mentioned so you mentioned when you were younger you didn't have this kind of anxiety and stress mm-hmm. that slowly built up do you think that's something related to the expectations you started to realize that people have of you? Definitely. So, of course, when you're 11, 10, you might not understand mm-hmm. that. But as you grew older, yes. maybe some expectations you started seeing from maybe your parents, family, friends. Um, um, I, I wouldn't say it was from my, from my family or from my friends. It was mostly from the public. Um, because um, after the junior revision, there were, I had like two years... Um, it was still like a big thing. And then I was like, okay, so what do I do now? You know, I, I did enter some, a few other competitions, um, uh, but they weren't as big as Junior Eurovision. Um, and then when I was 15 years old, I had done X Factor. And I think after X Factor, that is when it hit me. Like, I need a, I need a fucking break, you know? <laughs> Um, uh, and uh, after X Factor, it was, it was the moment where I realized that I need to slow, uh, things down a bit. Um, when I was young, everything was, was managed my, by, by my parents. So I didn't really have anything to, to worry about, you know, speaking to people or dealing with anything. Um, but then as I was growing up, you start getting responsibilities and uh, um yeah it was it was an eye-opener for sure so you went to x-factor uk right yes at 15 15 how was that like because i think by then you start to feel the pressure of going on mm-hmm. stage in front of all of these people in a country you don't really live in exactly 
um, X Factor was was the the milestones I always wanted to reach. So any interview you can go and watch all of them back. Anyone uh, when when they asked me like what what do you wish that like that you would do in in your career whatever, and I would always say X Factor. I I, I would always say I want to perform in front of Simon Cowell, and uh, when I was on stage and as I was doing that I was like. I'm actually here, you know, like after all those years of of mentioning it and talking about it, um, and and the thing that I kind of um, appreciated the most was that I never applied to 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 go on the show. I was scouted, so um, they had been trying to email me for months, and because I was 15 years old, I had a Hotmail account back then. And uh, um, Hotmail had uh, changed the rules, and y- you could only um, um, have have back your, your have your your email account back if you are sixteen years old. And because I was fifteen, they took they took away my account, and they were emailing they were emailing me on that account for months, which you didn't have access. to. I didn't have access to, and uh, um, um, then somehow they found my mom's number. And they had called her, and uh, um, that's when I, I I found out that I was going to audition. <laughs> These wow. scouts have like the craziest skills. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like better than it's agents. True. Like it's true. Investigators, I it's think true. sometimes. That's that's super. So comparing the Eurovision with X Factor, was it the realization that you're older and also you're more aware of the situation, which was more like gave you more anxiety or was mm. it um uh, like you, you put x factor at the tip of your mountain so your vision was just a part of it um i feel like as a person i always want to do more so junior vision uh, i had done your junior vision when i was 11 x factor was when i was 15 so um it's uh, it's it, it was kind of uh, for in my head it was that i was doing something more so um, um when i did when i did x factor it was like oh like now i am kind of growing up you know and uh, um, um when i was when i was there um i was i i thought that i i was finally making it in a way um that i was i was doing what i actually wanted to be doing and um, it it felt like that for a while. Um, I had made some very 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 good friends. Um, uh, I was put in a girl group for the first time, um, and I had never sung with anyone else ever. Okay, ever, so ever. this was a singing group. Yes. And how many people was that? Um, we were five girls. Okay, that's quite a big group. Yes. Um, and <laughs> our personalities were clashing. Totally different. Were they all older than you? <laughs> Um yes. I I think I was the I, I was the youngest one actually. Yes. Are you still friends with these people? Yes, uh, yes. Okay. I am. Um uh, but it was very dramatic and uh, of course you know how girls are. There was a lot of jealousy At and the age, all exactly. Um and everyone was kind of fighting for the the spotlight the the, the one person that kind of um wins the show yes in a group um and you cannot be like that in a in a group for sure um and it just didn't work out but we made it to to um judges houses our mentor was Robbie Williams and uh, we spent a couple of days at his house in in LA. So it was it was amazing, but um, we didn't make it through to the live shows, and uh, I don't think I don't I I don't know how how it would have worked out if we did because <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that amazing you could say um, our chemistry together, and it showed, and uh, as soon as uh, they they told us that we didn't make it through to the live shows. Um, they kind of pushed us aside. So even at the airport, everything, um, uh, they just didn't give a shit about us, basically. Um, and I, I felt it a lot. And uh, I, I think um, um, after that experience, everything just went downhill. 
because I was there. I was doing everything that I, I want to be doing in life. And uh, in a split of a second, they just took it away from me. You've you know? reached the highest mountain, sort of. And uh, exactly. you have the, like, the post-holiday blues. Yes, for sure. If you're single and you're posting, like it, it mm. may come across. I'm not saying that it could be the case, but it may come across that you're doing it to get the attention of the boys and like showing you're single, I guess. Mm. Do you do that? No. No. I feel like a lot of people do that. I feel like a lot. I know a lot of people who do it. Maybe I'm talking a, a more general approach. I'm not talking. Yes, maybe be. I'm not talking to the right person who who doesn't. I mean, who doesn't do this? <laughs> <laughs> so mostly I do it. Um, if I'm posting a, a photo in in my bikini or in my underwear, it's because I am promoting something. It's because I am promoting a brand. I do work with with um a brand that uh, um promotes that sells underwear and, and swimwear and whatever um so most of the time i'm posting once a month because that is <laughs> my contract basically um uh, and uh, other than that i i don't i i wouldn't post a lot of mainly because i'm i'm not super comfortable in in my body maybe um, um but i wouldn't post it for for other other people's so wait, are you saying of. that if you didn't have a contract with a bikini wear I wouldn't post as as frequent. often frequently yes okay and you wouldn't do that because you said you don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. in your body and where yes. does that stem from what the do you mean? being not being comfortable in your body is it something that you think comes from social media because you <laughs> look at other people and what other people mostly do? so social media is toxic so it, it is very uh, I'm telling you if I if I if I didn't, if I wasn't into music or if I didn't do um, social media, I wouldn't have social media. You delete I it. hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. The only reason why I keep it and I, I only post um, um, whatever I want to post is because I know that um, I have a younger audience as well watching me. And I feel like a lot of people look up to me. So I, I kind of have to... I feel I feel responsible. Like I I I have to be there for them, you know, because I get a lot of messages from young girls, um, um, like saying that they look up to me and thank you for blah blah blah. And every now and then, like I I wouldn't even know that I would be doing something that is affecting other other people, you know. So you always have to be cautious, and that is the reason why I keep it, and it has become a side job as well. So I am promoting uh, brands, uh, companies, whatever. What's the turnover? So, of, a, of posting a photo like that because we're just like speaking about it. Mm. Um, um, does that translate to people more people DMing you, or? I don't get <laughs> I don't get messages from guys. Is that, is that realistic? I promise no. you. I don't, I don't believe it. I her. swear. I, I can show you right now. I swear I don't get messages from guys. You can, you can, Let's you see. can Let's see. see. Let's see the request. I, I promise you. Look. The message request. Look. Because maybe they're... Look. I promise. I okay, don't... so we're having a look through it. Can we see the requests? Okay, she, had... okay, oh, so she has one request. Wait, Let's wait. See. The request... No, I have a lot of requests. Okay. Uh, okay so yeah. the requests are mostly... Okay, so... Oh. Old guys... Oh, guys, old okay, men. Okay, so this is not... We're, of course, we're not going to read any names <laughs> out or <laughs> the content of the messages. So this is about singing, so I don't think he's sliding into... No, he yeah. didn't be at all. <laughs> no, um, so most of them are beautiful, sexy, wow, hot. Um, but they're from older men. Okay. Older men. Yeah, I mean... They're not I, from, I they're not from pe- people so our age. I hate when people chew loudly. I hate when people... Um, uh, eat with their hands um uh, i need i so what do you mean eat with their hands like you, you can no, eat I, a burger no. or a pizza or, or i will a eat fries. with the fork really even a pizza i will cut it i eat <laughs> i even eat meat with my hands <laughs> no <laughs> I, it's it i mean as you can see i, I I'm, I'm very practical at least what i try to do so <laughs> i when i'm in a formal setting you know i just jam the fork i hold it up uh-huh. and i just cut uh-huh. <laughs> like that, that's right. what i'll be doing <laughs> but if i'm at home i'll, I'll, I'll what else uh, if i say this i'm gonna get the ick i'm gonna give the ick to many people if i'm feeling lazy i'll tell my mom to cut it <laughs> 
<laughs> I tell oh, her to cut no. it in strips, and then I just take the strips with my finger. Well, I feel like everyone's done that before. <laughs> but I do it consistently, now. <laughs> you know? Oh my god! No, it's but fine. Oh, for just example, pretend like we didn't hear it. <laughs> what about Christmas and like that? No, no, Christmas is fine. Um, but um, for example, this is something I hate. If you're touching food with your with your hands and you grab the glass, and it gets <laughs> oh, all oily and blue. I hate it. And um, I need to have to, to take a shower at least twice, one in the morning and before sleep. before I sleep. Um, at least because if if I'm at home and I'm I'm I I I was out in the morning and I went home and I'm I'm going out in the afternoon I will shower again but that's just me and I know that's for for many people it's very normal to shower once a day but for example if I'm sleeping over if, or if he's sleeping at my house in my bed I I you have to shower before you get to <laughs> do, do you, you sit, have to shower in the so what? you sit on the bed with outside clothes no I don't do that no either. no no you have to take them off even if it's not my bed <laughs> I need you to take off your clothes before you get into bed there are a lot a lot of things that I I, I hate so I some like OCD it's very, it's very yes OCD but then if you come into my room it's a mess Oh, I hate that. I hate it's it. It's a mess. It's a mess. No, it, it, it's that's clutter in your brain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, I need I, the room has to be like, when you wake up. If if you can't do your bed, just do one sheet, do one quilt. No, no, like, yes, that's, that's fine. But so do your bed immediately. That's like half the room. Yes. Close the doors of your cupboards, of, of oh, your no, wardrobe. Yes, of course. But uh, mostly, most of the clutter is clothes. Oh, get a bin. I get have a bin. A lot of clothes. Get a bin. Or like, don't get any bean bags in your rooms. This no, is a no, good tip. Can. No bean bags, no chairs, nothing. Get a get a get My a chair bin. Is full of clothes. <laughs> for like, full. what? Like two euro, a laundry basket, and put your clothes in it. And then... No, they're all folded. I just I need just... to put them away. But uh, so if, if I'm not home uh, at all. I need to find. I need to to actually plan a day to put my my things in. in so you're you're. Like I place. think you're like me. You have a bunch of clothes on the bed, and when you go to sleep, you just remove them, sleep, <laughs> and then you wake up, you put them back on the bed. Not on the bed. Um, uh, I've I've had I've had instances where I was super tired and I had clothes on my bed and I just slept. You push them to the side and you sleep <laughs> on the other half. <laughs> but now I have a dog, and uh, um, uh, I feel like he's. He's creating most of the mess because there are toys. There are there. There's his nappy on 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 the corner. I have his his slide because uh, he's a sausage dog and he can't oh. jump on the bed. So there are a lot <laughs> he of, of his down. things. <laughs> he Slide. slides and he goes up. <laughs> he's funny. Um, um, That's a good strategic move to get a dog. So you pretend that the mess isn't yours, no? No, the, you. most of it is mine, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it is is his as well. Nick, do I have any sponsors today? Um, definitely not the donuts that Gaia got us this morning. <laughs> Gaia got us some donuts this morning. I think that was a test, actually. She wanted to Maybe. see if we'll get a fork and a knife or if we'll get the, grab no, them no, with our hands. No, no, that's fine. I will, I will. Uh, something else I hate if, if someone does this after eating, no. like on his clothes. Oh, shit. I don't know. I think I did that. What about licking your fingers? Worse? Depends on, on how much you know, stuff you have on it. <laughs> Have you ever like been um, like maybe driving in a car and you look next to you and there's a uh, an old guy in a car and he sneezes on his hands and, then, and then he just wipes on his clothes and you can see it? I mean, I I haven't seen them like wiping on their clothes, but I've seen people picking their nose. No, and I'm a nose picker. No! Like, uh, I mean, it's like no. it's like a hobby. The public is dying. Wait, wait, wait. So I read somewhere that. Okay, when I see a police car, I get really nervous in the road. Mm -hmm. I can, yeah, I can be mean. innocent, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I read somewhere that people are like the most natural when they're picking their nose. That, that seem the least suspicious. So then when I That's see... That's actually like, very true. I just pick my you nose. You pick your nose. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's not exactly picking my nose. It's just like feeling around. I'm not picking anything. Feeling around. It's like, oh, I mean, like around. Like no, around. you can get a ticket for that. No. No. Well, technically you can, but for not having both of your hands on the steering, <laughs> you have, can get a ticket. I'd have no no hands on the steering at that time. Did that, did that ever happen to you, actually, where a uh, police or someone pulled you over? I don't know, because maybe 
you oh, once my you told driving me, test was what? like that in fact um uh, i had done the test i had done my driving test and it went perfect mm-hmm. he marked nothing on his paper wow amazing how much did you pay him uh, well no, no nothing 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 he parked i parked the car in one take i didn't even straighten it to go in front it was perfect like one one and then he told me all right park your honey i had to do, I, I, um call call your um uh, call your tutor or, or driving instructor i was like um why did you tell him to come up for the test and he was like what do you mean <laughs> he drove really well didn't he he was like uh, can you see how he's driving yes yes he, he drives normally and him, no how how is she how is he supposed to drive on him he's, he's meant to drive with like an addition on the steering oh but he drives perfectly fine my instructor told him no but it's not safe on the roads if there's a bump and the steering turns and it was like but if it, if, if you are fine well, and, then, and then he filled up some 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 squares on his paper just so he says he filled up something but he <laughs> found nothing wrong so like, he tried to he tried to make it difficult for you exactly uh, to call him out I have no idea what his name is, but his, you. his glasses were taped. Um, Should have his punched son, him his in the face. His sunglasses were like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, All right, thanks for my driver's license, but. Uh, but fuck you. <laughs> no, no, res- respectfully. Um, respectfully uh, there are different you. abilities, so. Uh, so you got uh, it on your first uh, try. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, yeah. I'm always a safe driver, yes, I believe. First try, guy. Why? How many tries? How many tries? I don't know, I don't ah, know. she wanted to one up us, huh? Manual, manual or automatic? Manual. Or, but no. now I drive an automatic. Uh, oh, I got mine. It's automatic. easier. Yeah, it's especially easier in the traffic. Yes. Right? Well, how many attempts did it take you? Or in goals, no, once, or just, once. just do I got mine. You just get it. I got mine the day I turned eighteen, or the day after I turned eighteen. Huh. Uh, so that's illegal. That's, that's so well, illegal. Technically, <laughs> for any um, <laughs> police watching, <laughs> the statute of limitations passed now, so you can't really do anything about it. <laughs> Uh, no, but I used to. So before you're 18, you can take driving lessons with a parent or or ah, guardian yes. or something. That's not a Malta. Of course, you can do it. Yes, before you're 18. Yes. Really? Yes, when you're 17. And you always used to have a parent with you. <laughs> cut, let's cut to the break, guys. Let's cut to the break. Very soon. Um, pause. We're gonna have a few sponsor ads and. was the weirdest event that you've sang at and by i mean weirdest or abnormal or manaf uncomfortable you sing at funerals mm-hmm. oh, you sing at funerals how is yes. that like, um um i mean most of the time um, if someone messages me and they're like oh, um, my dad or my mom or whoever they passed away and we would like you to to sing at the, at the whatever um uh, Tip off if if you don't know thank you. If you don't know the person. I just try to close my eyes whenever I'm singing so I don't cry. Because <laughs> if I look at someone crying, I will cry. Um but the worst ones I, I would say they're of children. Horrible. Horrible. Okay. Um, um and uh, whenever I had Even if you have no emotional like yes, uh, even if I, no if relation, I have no you idea who they it. are, yes, for sure. Um, and I don't charge them money at all, so it's still work. But when it comes to kids, I I can't. It feels I would feel horrible <laughs> for it. I don't. I can't. I I I could never. Thanks for killing the vibe from <laughs> with that question. <laughs> I mean, because that <laughs> that would be like because a wedding is a celebration, mm-hmm. and maybe a funeral could be considered a celebration. Into I mean. Depends. Out of pain, exactly. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, a shock, if it's a shock. I mean, it's different. But so, uh, what other places have you sang apart from weddings? Actually, I mean, and like stage, any weird or abnormal performances? I don't think I've I've had any private, um, private shows. Maybe. Um, I've had, but I don't think I've I've ever had any weird experiences. Um, uh, it's it's mostly when I come off the stage, rather when I'm on on stage. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it's if it's a party, if it's an event, people are drunk and um, you get heckled. They start uh, hugging a bit more than they they should. They're supposed to, and uh, 
the hands go on the waist and uh, you know and it is kind of does it does make me very uncomfortable but you just have to be like oh thank you bye and i just leave <laughs> we're going very very uncomfortable territory i don't like these are some things what that aren't spoken enough about uh, no they're not so do you think they, they should there should be more like um, would you call someone out if they're yes I've, I've done it in the past oh, okay really for sure what way um, um once i remember i i was taking part in this uh competition and afterwards i was saying hello to to my family and to my friends because they came to watch and there was this guy and he always takes a photo with me and uh, he 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 asked for a picture and i said yes and usually i i kind of keep my distance you know i i don't even if they wrap my their hands around me it does make me uncomfortable but not everyone is the same and this guy he grabbed yes and uh, <laughs> i did this to him and i called him out in front of everyone i said if you fucking touch me again <laughs> call the police it was horrible um uh, but there's not much you can do about it unfortunately as in if it's if it's a one-time thing Sometimes it's a hassle to go through all that shit for. You think it's a hassle, but isn't it something that people can actually look up to you and say, listen, I've seen guys stick up for herself, mm-hmm. uh, someone I really look up to, mm-hmm. and uh, it just only takes one to start. Like, Of course. So no, as in, I've done it in the past, and I will continue, continue to do it. And uh, th- there were... Um, times where I, I I did take it to the police. Um, uh, there there is there is someone that follows me around every now and then whenever I have gigs and stuff. Um, uh, and uh, I've had enough now. <laughs> um, uh, but I always I always try to to keep someone very close to me because I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. It could be men, it could be women. I don't trust anyone. Because um, some people uh, are overconfident. And I don't like that. So you actually have a stalker? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I've had him for a very long time. Say, say that again? I've had him for a very long time. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing, but it's like <laughs> you've had a pet for a very long time. That's <laughs> how you're saying <laughs> Wow, that's that's how how do you deal with that? Like, Mm, uh, there were I've had uh, gigs where he was there, and uh, I mean you you cannot. What does he he do exactly? He does nothing. He just sits there. But even 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 the fact that not even my mom comes to all of my gigs, you know, not even my friends come to all of my gigs. So why is this person always there? Um, it makes me feel uncomfortable. But if he is not doing anything, then um, have have you ever spoken to him? I I have I, as in this started when I was eleven years old, and uh, um, eleven. Eleven years old. I'm sorry, I'm sounding ignorant or like, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm trying to wrap my head around around it because uh, do, do, like don't you have anything better to do with your time? You know, I don't think they do. <laughs> If I'm being honest. Is it it mental illness? Mm. I don't know. It's not a topic I'd like to get into. (laughs) It's it's very sensitive. (laughs) Um, uh, But no, I think we have have someone who's capable of actually communicating that it's it's okay to speak about these things, not hold Mm -hmm. them to yourself. Because uh, that's when it gets bad, when you're taking mm -hmm. on the challenge all by yourself, you know? Mm. And I feel like before I was kind of... I wouldn't say okay, but um, I would just let it pass, basically, when I was younger. But now, as in, uh, I, 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 I won't deal with it. I won't deal with anything. So even if I asked him the last gig I had to not show up and the next gig he did, I will, I will speak to him and I will speak to him <laughs> the way <laughs> she should be spoken to, basically. And- Clearly, clearly, he makes you feel uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Did it reach a point where you were actually worried about your safety? Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly it's because if I'm alone um, and I'm walking to my car, for example, 
as in he's never show, showed me any any signs of uh, um, violence, or violence or anything um but as in i i can't i don't know you know as in i don't know what what could uh, just like a trojan horse sort of exactly waiting for the right moment Mm -hmm. maybe and uh, um i started really like um taking action when uh, i i was i was i was having a lot of gigs and most of them would of, of course be at night and I would finish up late and I have to walk back to my car. And most of the time I'm, I'm, I'm in heels, you know. Um, and um, there were times when I would take a pair of trainers with me. So just in case he's there, I, I, I can run back to my car, basically. Do you carry like any, any like, you hold your keys in your, in <laughs> my, between? My key is always open just in case I can <laughs> or something. Um, but as in it's it's very upsetting to me because mm, for example pepper sprays it's not legal here you know and uh, i feel like it would be self-defense if, if something happened to me and I, I i could use it it would help it's actually like the fact that you know that pepper spray is not legal here it shows I, I, me I that checked. you, you I checked, checked so many times which just shows yeah. i checked what, what is legal basically because if this is a man, he's a he's a big guy. Realistically, I can't I can't f- fight w- with him, you know. As in, he's not my size. I don't know what he's capable of. Um, so it does make me very uncomfortable. But now it's kind of uh, uh, taken care of, I guess. Do you suggest like all girls take like maybe a self defense class? Um, I I I, w- I want to. I want to do it, um, uh, but I feel like it shouldn't be the case, though, because they should, everyone should feel safe. I shouldn't safe have to do it exactly, you know? but I mean, worst comes to worst, I guess you'd have that in your back pocket. It's true, it's true, um, uh, but even I can imagine, as in I wouldn't know, but I can imagine even if if uh, um, if I, I I had to be in that moment, I would be too scared to do anything, you know. Even if I if I if I learned. Or like what to do in 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 that in that case, if I see someone approaching me, I'm going to to, to feel stuck. This happens to me in my dreams always. So I can imagine it it, it would happen to me in real life. I hope that uh, people happens. aren't listening to me. No, no. Oh, maybe I should. <laughs> it happens in my dreams as well. Yes. I can't run in my dreams. The I ghosts always run. catch me. Yes. <laughs> I've me lost too. every single fight in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's that's one of some of the insecurity that I have. Like, I'm always losing mm-hmm. in my dreams. In your dreams. It, no. It's really bad, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't take it, Liam. No, but full support to um uh, to all those people who have similar issues going on. I mean I think uh, it's it's a growing issue uh, especially sure. with, with girls where People either follow them or people honk their horn in the street mm. or people pa- people who pass comments. I've seen it firsthand. Actually, I was walking in uh, in one of like the busiest city, the more busy cities in in Malta, and it just it happens like like that. It, you mm. don't even it's like norm. It's school like drivers, uh, bus drivers. Uh, God knows, I've I've had it happen y- from, from many cars. Cat called <laughs> yes. so many times. Is it is it? something rooting from an education standpoint so the the people who are doing it are not as educated or is it i mean i wouldn't know the person so i can't i can't really judge or say but uh, uh, most of them are uh, um uh, people who work in, in like who drive trucks and all all of the stuff and most of them and is this something that happens um, in real life only, or is it taken digitally as well? So, in fact, we were uh, seeing a bit of we, your we, yeah, and DMs. we talked about it a bit in the beginning. Yes. You, want to, you want to share some of your DM experiences? It's bad. So, <laughs> I think we're going to get a first hand account of what a popular <laughs> girl sees in her DMs. Um, I mean, I more mean than before. Uh, so before we kind of went I, let's to the surface. Them a break. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 Before we went, like, looked at the surface. But um, during our break, like five-minute break, um, we actually delved a bit deeper. 
and we saw quite certain things i can't even say yeah this podcast for sure. and we saw quite some things that we didn't want to see necessarily yes <laughs> Uh, but maybe we can discuss it a bit um, and read a bit the messages that Gaia gets. So most of it, for example. I do this. Does that count as picking my nose? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Acceptable. Yes. I don't itch. Mamma mia, Gaia. These are all like much older men. What's the age range we're talking about? Mm, 40 plus, I guess. 40 plus. Yes. And you are? Just turned 21. 21. So for the guys watching who are over 40, I don't think that you're, you're not safe. You're in the you're target not. range of what guys looking for. No, <laughs> so who's looking for? I will cover his name, but maybe you can see. Read them out, read them out. Read a few messages out. Um, Beautiful, wow, super. Kevin Helma. Kevin Helmer. What up? So sexy. Um, Gorgeous woman. This guy is like 70 years old. Great posture and photo. Um, uh, are you prepared to be loved romantically in the future? Beautiful young lady, God bless. Amore ti amo, stunning. <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just like, God, uncomfortable there, here. There are so much. It, it, it does make you very uncomfortable. I just don't reply like, at all. Exactly. What, what do you do? Like, do you do you like report the account? Do you? What's the best thing to do? So not, that this doesn't consist Not put energy into it. I think like even oh, reporting. Listen to it. this. That, that face isn't something. You know. Switch the camera to her. You know, every day I wait to see your latest pic. I'm a woman too. Don't get me wrong. But I admire you so for so many different reasons. And then she sent me a picture of. Um, I guess it's a, it's a shaver. <laughs> okay. Can we have a look, a look at the shaver? Is it uh, like a. Literally a picture it's of a just of a picture. Shaver box. Um, uh, I don't know. There are a lot. And uh, this is on multiple social media platforms. I'm yes, mostly. Um, it's on my Facebook page. Facebook tends to attract older people. Older uh, people, yes, for sure. Chemistry, and Charlie, and these are all much people much older than I am. A lot of happy people. Do you find it spike when you, for example, uh, did you find it, for example, at, at the X Factor, a uh, like time? Was there more people? Or is mm. it now that you're 18 or like 16 when you cross that line? I don't think they, they actually know how old I am. And uh, this has been happening since I was 15, 14, 16. So I feel like um, X Factor got me a lot of. Um, uh, followers on my instagram page um but they were actually people who followed me for my music there were a few that i would say they were trying to i don't know back then marry you probably yes <laughs> um uh, but uh, but these people the the older generation um uh, i don't think they even know that i sing or something <laughs> i don't know but if they do they've been following me since i was very young you know if they know about me it's because if they added me as a friend and there's they're talking to me um they're messaging me they know me from back then i guess i don't know how how they would know about me now as in i've released songs but i haven't done anything as big as that i would say let's talk a bit about your songs your music mm -hmm. in particular because we didn't really delve into that <laughs> And we're nearing the end of the podcast. How yeah. sad. How sad. I've enjoyed every second of it. Um, what's the favorite song that you wrote? Unlove Me. I have it? a... Um, wish you could unlove me Cause you are not the one Stop looking at my body Cause I'ma have to run I'm sorry that I hurt you I need someone to turn to I need someone to turn to and love me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, this is your favorite song that you yes. wrote. And what makes it your favorite? Uh, I feel like it's very honest. Um, uh, I've had uh, friends in the past who I thought they were my friends, and it started out just as 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 like a normal friendship, and then uh, they would start showing signs that they want something more. 
I guess. And um, I wrote it as something very in general, I guess. So you're talking about like guy friends? Yes. Okay. So friends on them? Even uh, girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> as in, uh, I've, I have, I, I am friends with, with anyone who who wants to genuine, genuinely be my friend but um, um i've had uh, both guys and girls trying to be more i guess um uh, and uh, you know th- i wrote a song kind of like th- that's that's where the, the the line stops i guess and what was the most difficult song for you to write whether it's emotionally or whether it's um so I, 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 I wrote a song, it's called 1111. Um, <laughs> um, uh, the song is about the number 11, basically. Because um, when I had done the junior revision, this number kind of started following me around everywhere. And uh, I was 11 years old, it, was, it happened in November, it was the 11th edition of, of the competition. I sang number 11 and it just kept following me everywhere Um, um, and I feel like um, at that time I was so new to it I was so new to being in the in the public eye Um, uh, that uh, I I found comfort in in this number but I I say that uh, I think that um, uh, this number is kind of a of a guardian angel um uh, and uh, whenever i see this number nowadays i just know that i'm i'm in the right path and I, I i know that i have someone looking looking over me and when i was writing that song i f- i felt like i had to uh put myself in uh, in 11 year old gaia's shoes and i also have a song that is uh, coming out very soon um uh, I wrote a letter to my younger self and I feel like that was that was a very emotional songwriting session because there there is some trauma I, I would say that um uh, I am still trying to uh, get over um uh, and uh, I I have uh, found found help for it as in I, I wouldn't I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say and it, I feel like it's very important to do I've I've had uh, therapy sessions and I've, I've been to different psychologists and uh, whatever and I feel like it's it's um, it, it everyone should do it because uh, whether or not something big or so small happened in your life it's it's good to talk to someone who doesn't really know you it's good to just let it out it was actually um, a topic we were talking about in our last podcast yep. um, about therapy Mm-hmm. In fact, it's a common factor that's coming up more in the younger yeah. audience of uh, which is good to see of our mm-hmm. guests. So I think last three three guests or two guests mentioned that they also go to therapy, which mm-hmm. is a great thing because it's showing it's, the people. It's amazing because you get to just release everything, and you don't need to. So if I'm speaking to my friend about it, or if if I'm speaking to my mom, you're going to get different opinions. You're actually going to someone who who doesn't give a shit about yeah. the opinions. You said this you know? They're, They're new to it. Exactly. Like you're paying them to tell exactly. you the truth. Exactly. It's true. But one thing I always find at the end of it is that no one knows the truth better than yourself. That For as sure. much help as you can get from people surrounding you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have to just put your head down and like work for it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't keep, you can't cry for f- about what's happening to you for a few minutes, but or maybe a day. But then you just. You, you can't stay there all the time you can't you can't stay in that position for i mean indefinitely so just go to a training session and mm-hmm. like go break a sweat to go meet a friend for a coffee you haven't exactly. spoken to and dm someone who you haven't spoken to but you are really close with or you would have mm-hmm. liked to get to know what's the worst they don't open the message or they just don't reply or they tell you listen i'm busy right now exactly. not the right time i mean you would have tried i guess exactly. so don't leave any stone unturned exactly there are many people you can communicate with in, in the world so and there is that one person who wants to be your friend there is that one person who wants to be a companion in your life i think humans were built to help each other and we're mm-hmm. built to be there for each other um even though we're becoming more individualized and we're becoming more 
um, separated from each other, even how renting has become, and like we, no one's working together, for example, to buy a house or mm. it, everything is very split up. And as good as that may be, that you can become your own person individually, I feel like you can benefit so much by doing it within a team and doing it within a healthy community. That sure. at the end of the day, just you're you're not in it alone. You know? Exactly, I feel like that like that's that's something that uh, um, uh, many people who who are very proud and uh, um, their pride is like the biggest thing to them. They 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 would disagree with what you're saying, but at the end of the day, we're all human and we all need someone for sure. And actually, we thank you, Gaia, for sharing your story um, uh, about such a sensitive topic because I feel like it's not spoken about enough. And even sometimes we try to put it in a lighter tone or mm -hmm. we speak like little of it, you yes. know, like it's not given the, the importance it's desired, but it's actually a very serious topic. And people really need to hear such stories that it's, it's so common mm -hmm. that any girl can pass through something like that and any girl any guy and exactly anything. and how unsafe they may feel in a country mm -hmm. which is their own you know um of course and they're part of of the community and they're doing just as much as anyone else and why should they feel less than anyone else mm -hmm. because even though i may try put it in a lighter tone i just you know um <laughs> but yes we're, we're all here to support and i think we're we're we're, we're trying um uh, the world is slowly shifting and is slowly healing within that aspect. I think there are some sad events that may happen. I feel like the, the younger generation are saving it in a way. Well, I, th I think we're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. You think so, Nick? Yeah, definitely. It's, like, it's, it's a shift in, in mentality, uh -huh, I think. Yes. It's f finding comfort, speaking about more sensitive topics mm -hmm. that isn't as... Spoke, they aren't as spoken about mm -hmm. which having those uncomfortable situations having those uncomfortable conversations will eventually accumulate to having a more um, uh, a more successful outcome in the future because mm -hmm. speaking about like, speaking about these things will eventually help more people open well, their eyes to these course, things for sure. so thank you um, thank you for having me <laughs> I think that's a nice way to wrap up another podcast on single-handedly thank you guys for tuning in um let us know who you want to see in the comments below gaia tell them to like and subscribe please of course please like and subscribe where can people <laughs> find your music your socials um uh, you can find all my music um on spotify apple music on all streaming uh, platforms you just have to type in gaia kauki Ooh, she's high on the SEO link. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. See you at the next episode. Over and out.